Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Is 8-8 eight eight good enough? No. Is losing in the first round of the playoffs good enough? No. Uh, but what I appreciate is that we fought, we stuck together, and we start off 5-1. and one. We go through those tough six games. We win three out of final, our final four regular season games. And I do think that speaks to the culture that we have. And I think it speaks to our players and their grit. And I'm proud of that. But with that said, we all have high expectations. And 2020 wasn't good enough. And I, and I get that and I understand that. And ownership has given us an opportunity. They've given us all the resources we can ask for. And now that's on Matt and I to prove them right. Going to be a busy offseason for Bears general manager Ryan Pace. Zach Saveman in for Lawrence until 2 o'clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. Let's go in-depth when it comes to the Bears. Here's a guy that I haven't had a chance to talk football with in a while, talking about WGN Television's Jared Payton, who joins us now on the Alpamonte Nissan Hotline. Alpamonte Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or APNissan.com. JP, it's been too long. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, man. Happy New Year. I haven't talked to you in a long time, and uh, man, if the audience only knew about our conversations that we used to have talking bears and how we used to help each other get through those tough times, man, I I miss those conversations. Yeah. And you know what? Me too. And outside of 2018, the tough times have returned. I'm interested in hearing your overall thoughts on what happened this past season to the bears. Well, you know, you look at it as a whole. I mean, you came into the season, Zach, with a, with an offense that everybody's always been looking at since Matt Nagy got here and thinking that it was going to progress. And and um, the quarterback position was pr- pretty much the focal point like it's always been with this organization. And, and the offense kind of struggling out the gate, the defense doing their thing early on, which we, we've seen over the last few years. But you know, it comes down to it. Playing this game, Zach, it's, it's tough because you got to have a balance on both sides of the ball. You can't just be dominant on one side of the ball. And, you know, what we've seen is that 
you know, a lot of the pressure has been on the Bears defense to be able to hold this team up. And, you know, early on that five and one start was great. But, you know, in the meat of the schedule where you knew that there was going to be better competition, you need your offense to be able to step up. And, and, and that wasn't the case. And, uh, you know, I think you start to see a defense that was starting to, to falter a little bit down the stretch and, you know, being on the field, especially when your offense, you know, is going three and out, it's tough, man. So, and then it's kind of weird though, Zach, how it flipped at the end of the season when the schedule got a little bit easier before the final game against the Packers, you know, you're looking at some defenses that were not good defenses in the NFL and, you saw, you know, the, the offense actually pick it up where they were carrying the team and the defense was having its issues. So uh, it's just a lack of balance. And I think a lot of it, you know, comes in from the offensive side of really trying to find a way to be able to, to solidify that quarterback position. Um, because, Zach, in watching games, watching football my life, you can't win unless that position is secure. And I think, uh, you know, listening to George and – Listen to Ted Phillips, you know, in that press conference, that's one of the things that they said they still haven't gotten right. I'm really interested in your perspective on this because there are few people in this industry who know Bears ownership better than you. And I think a lot gets said and written about when it comes to the McCaskey family, but you know them. Can, can you give people an idea of of what they truly care about when it comes to this football team? Well, um, you know, I'm not in on, you know, those daily discussions around Hallis Hall, but the one thing I can speak to Zach is, is the relationship that, you know, my family has with the McCaskies. They have been nothing but um, amazing family members and, you know, everything that my dad did for the city and for this organization um, to be able to have the, the relationship that we have with the McCaskies is, is amazing. I, I put it out on uh, Virginia's birthday just about how, you know, she sends my kids gifts and, you know, and always remembers them. She was uh, at my wedding reception at Soldier Field, and I'll never forget that night. She, they, The city didn't want them to put the lights on because there was no game that night, and uh, we were having it in the United Club and. And she made it happen. She said, those lights are going on. And so, you know, she's in my wedding photos with my family. And, man, they, they mean the world to me. And uh, in my heart, I, I believe that they want to get this thing right. They want to win. And, and, and as a businessman, you got to look at it as that as well. I mean, that's how I look at it. You know, NFL teams are making a lot of money. We, we understand that. We understand what the, the business side of it. Um, but when you look at those organizations that win and win championships that are consistently in the, the postseason, that's um, just another way to be able to, to make more money, more jersey sales, more people talking about what you're doing. So, um, you know, George and I have an unbelievable relationship. He, um, you know, he's, he's at a point now. And just even hearing some of, you know, him on the radio and doing all the talk shows after the press conference, he understands this has to get better. He knows the fans are are not happy, and he knows that they deserve better. He's seen that in emails. Um, you know, there's this is a time now where they have to figure it out, and I think that's what made a lot of Bears fans upset because they wanted to see change. Um, and George just wasn't ready to make that change yet, and he's given Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy 
one more chance to figure out how to get it right. And so for me, the biggest question is I want to know, I want to know what, what Pace and Aggie sold him on, especially at the quarterback position moving forward, like what their idea is, because um, that to me is, it's, it's still the, the focal point. And, and I just have a hard time because you look at other organizations around the league, even when the Patriots had, who some people call the GOAT, Tom Brady. I don't call him the GOAT, but I know a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. The Patriots are still drafting quarterbacks. If you if you you got to do it almost every single year, no matter who you got. And I think that's a, a big frustration um, for a lot of fans that I talk to, that I interact with, when they look at where this organization is because that position is so key in all sports. And right now we're behind the eight ball. And a big reason why is because we weren't selecting quarterbacks in previous drafts. That's an excellent point. We're talking with Jared Payton from WGN-TV here on 670 The Score. I've maintained that the biggest change that needs to occur at Hallis Hall, no matter who's in charge of football operations, the approach to picking a quarterback, meaning... Mm -hmm constantly throw numbers at the position. You see Sean Payton do it down in New Orleans. You know, last year it was Teddy Bridgewater. This year, Jameis Winston, even though they had a Hall of Famer at the position, they experiment a little bit with Taysom Hill. You see in New England, they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo and developed him. And you know what? Tom Brady was still playing. They traded him for assets. Green Bay goes out year in, year out, and tries to add new quarterbacks to the mix because the time to get one is when you have one, not when you need one. And yet, for whatever reason, when the Bears had Jay Cutler, there was no competition in that room when he was the starting quarterback of the Bears. And until this offseason, there was a competition for Mitchell Trubisky. And because of the pandemic, it really wasn't a normal offseason. I think that's the biggest thing that, that has to change. It is such a difficult position, Jarrett, to properly identify power in numbers when you bring many different guys in and ultimately you'll hit on somebody eventually. Yeah. And I think Zach, you look at, and it's not a for sure thing. Um, you, you, that's why I feel like you got to keep taking cracks at it. Cause if you don't, uh, you find yourself in the situation that this organization is, is right now when it comes to quarterbacks and, and just think about certain drafts. When you look back at, at the quarterbacks that went number one, number two, or two quarterbacks that kind of, you know, were being talked about, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf, you know, one of them is going to Hall of Famer, the other one non-existent. Um, even look at the draft with Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. I mean, it's not a for sure thing. And, you know, you got to find, and I know some of it, it's, it's not common to find a Tom Brady, you know, late in the draft, but you, you have to be able to do it. And you see the teams that are, in the postseason right now, these are teams that, you know, have those guys that you, know, you have the young guns who are there, but then you also on the, on the NFC side, you have the guys that have done it for a long period of time and have been fixtures in organizations for a long period of time. And, you know, that's, that's what I, as, as a person that covers this team, a person that loves this team, that's what you want to see. You want to see that, that young man that's going to be able to develop over time and to be accustomed to him and, and not have that turnover or you're searching and scrounging for who's going to be that guy to be able to, you know, oh, we'll, we'll fix it up with band-aids here and there. No, it's got to be a for sure thing. And you got to find that guy. And that only happens by selecting quarterbacks almost every year. 
I think what the Bears tried to do in 2017 is something they need to do again this offseason. The approach was right. You know, they went out and signed a free agent in Mike Lennon, and they, they drafted a quarterback high as well, but they swung and missed on both guys. So let me ask you this. I want you to put on the former football player hat in you, where you mm-hmm. look at the game a little differently than, than most of us. Given what's in place right now, what's the best approach to maximizing the Bears' potential next season? What would you do? Well, um, I, I mean, you you, you got to definitely, no matter who's under center, you got to find that. That's that's number one. And I don't know if that's, you know, drafting a quarterback, whatever, whenever you can do that, but also uh, making sure that your offensive line is, is intact and in, intact. In, and, and stacked. I, I love the fact that like Sam Mustafer, you know, they found a gem there. Alex Barr has played well, and you love seeing Cody Whitehair being put back to to guard and, and just being in, in the, on the inside, establishing a run game. I think always as a running back, you know, I'm going to say that is is you saw it at the end of the season of how a running game can change everything. You got to be able to not only throw, and I understand it's all wide open now in the NFL, but you have to be able to run the football especially at this time of the year, if you can get to the postseason, because you're always going to be playing against a good quarterback. And the best way to be able to win games is to keep that guy on the other sideline, sitting there drinking Gatorade, looking at a tablet. So, you know, I love what David Montgomery's done. So making sure that the offense runs through him, not the quarterback, let the offense run through your running back and your ground game. And then off of there, you can see how, you know, teams like the Packers where they have, it's all off of play action, and you take advantage of there. Making sure that your wide receiver core is good as well, because you have to have that. And so Allen Robinson is number one priority when it comes, other than quarterback on, for me, whoever's going to be quarterback. And Darnell Mooney, I think, is an amazing young talent. But after those two guys, you got to figure out how to bring in some more talent at the wide receiver position. And on the defensive side, defense is, you know, you had some guys sit out, uh, you got defensively, they have to get better. It, it has to do with those the two guys. Robert Quinn, you need more than two sacks. He's got to be better. And he knows he has to be better. And you have to get, hopefully, get a healthy Khalil Mack, who, you know, is a dominant force. But when he's playing injured and always getting doubled and triple team is tough. And on the back end, you got to see more from Eddie Jackson. And we all saw it. He knows it. He knows he's better than how he played this season, so he's got to be better and be that guy that's ball hawk and, and uh, you know, a couple uh, interceptions take it back to the to the house that didn't happen, I think were a big game changer for his season. I think if those things go the other way, we're seeing a different outcome of how his season goes. And um, trying to figure out as well who's going to run that defense. I can't tell you who that's going to be. I know they're interviewing guys. But they got to get a right fit on defense as well to be able to put those guys in situations to be successful. Love my man Chuck Pagano. Um, but we also saw those numbers slip on that defense, you know, over the last two seasons. And um, those have to go up because this defense ain't getting any younger. And you can't just rely on a defense to win a championship these days. Offensively, you have to be better as well. So just a combined of putting some pieces together and that's going to be Ryan Pace's job to be able to do. He's going to have to do it. Not just in the draft. He's going to have to do it with, you know, some of these scotch tape and, 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 you know, putting some, put some, uh, fixing some holes here and there. And it's not going to be easy, but he knows his job's on the line. Matt Nagy's is on the line as well. And they have to be better. They talked about it. Now they got to be about it. And Bears fans, 
I know we're tired of, of just hearing the, the same old stuff. Zach, real quick, I know I'm going long, but Go ahead. I say this all the time, and I, haven't, and I haven't said this because it's really deep to me. Like, I know Bears fans love this team. I love this team. It's deeper for me, though, way deeper. My dad not only – not that he played for this team. My dad gave everything. My dad, my dad gave his life for this organization and for this city. He gave his life. So it's deeper to me when I talk about my passion for this team and wanting to see this team succeed. 1985 is our, there's pictures and pictures all over my house. I will never stop enjoying talking about the 85 Bears, the greatest football team of looking back on. When I had COVID, I was breaking out all these games and watching. Unbelievable. But it's time for this city to have another championship when it comes to football. We deserve it. The fans deserve it. The city deserves it. I mean, we're talking about a chartered franchise of the NFL. We, de- we deserve this. And the organization deserves it as well because of everything, all the things that, we, you know, we, we talk about football. This organization does a lot off the field as well. And I don't, we don't talk about We only talk about the results. But they want to win. The fans want to win. And for me, that's why it's so deep. And it's deeper than most people. It's not just about, uh, you know, wearing, you know, a Bears hat around. No, man, like, I watched my dad give his everything to this city. I watched him give everything to this organization. He did that to be able to set it up on a pedestal so that Bears fans in this city would always be remembered for what they do when they go out in between those lines. It's time now. It's time. We, the time is, time, time's not running now. But time is right now to be able to execute what you need to do and come up with a plan to be able to get us back to that, to that point. I want to see another Bears team hoist the Lombardi Trophy. That would bring me the most joy other than, you know, marrying my wife and, and my two kids. It's the only other thing that I want right now. Family, then football. Powerful stuff. Well said. That's why I love talking football with you, JP. Be well. Stay healthy. Glad to see you're doing better, and thank you so much for sharing your perspective. Hey, anytime, Zach. Be well. You too. Jared Payton, son of sweetness. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero. 
Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.